Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, yesterday we began to tackle some ways to view yourself in a positive way, as well as how to handle different things when disapproval comes at you. We are going to continue that conversation and address more ways of applying approval to your life. So let's continue to explore this. Now, when people follow the world's plan instead of God's plan for their lives, they have a tendency to listen to what the world says that they should do or say, or maybe even act in how they should behave. Now, I do believe in the idea of seeking out opportunities to have a better life. People should want to accomplish their goals, their dreams, and whatever things that have been predestined for their life. However, I do sometimes struggle with the fact of teaching others to have an identity that is conformed to look like someone other than Christ, especially since you are created in his image. Now, some people try to look like the world's view of success instead of God's view of success. When you think about the amount of debt that the world is in, or maybe even the get rich quick schemes, or getting success at any and all costs, or maybe doing things as quick or as fast as possible without hard work or consciousness cannot be the best way to do this. Now your life here is temporary and not permanent. You are in this world, but you are not of this world. God didn't leave you here to wander around aimlessly. He has a specific path for you to follow if you just trust him and believe in him. Now, if you get too consumed on living your life the way other people are living it, or like we sometimes like to say, you know, you're living your life like the Joneses out there. Because you think that their way gets them more approval than you may be getting, you will find out that they're also seeking approval also. Now, you may find this out down the road after you have put some time and investment into it, but you will see that you shouldn't concentrate on how other people are living their lives. The only person that you should mimic is Jesus. So let him be your God. So let me just ask, what about you? Have you ever fallen into this category where you try to mimic your life like someone else? Have you ever saw the way someone looked and because of the attention that they were getting, you started to act similarly to them, hoping that you would get the same attention? You may have even changed your looks to look like them so that it would draw more attention to yourself. Now, granted, I do understand that there are times that some people just don't want to listen to God. 
A lot of people believe that what they know is usually enough for them to deal with and handle. The world creates a marketing image that portrays and displays that God's way is not fun and it may be too strict. It takes too long and sometimes it doesn't always work out for you. So you shouldn't even put the effort into it. Keep in mind that the world is supposed to show you that. That's what it's supposed to do. Now, I had shared with you in the past the scripture 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. And I'm going to actually share it again. So it says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. To me, I just think that's just such a powerful scripture. You know, when you're dealing in today's times and sometimes people just searching for all the many things that the world tries to maybe consume you with. Now, the world creates an illusion and a fantasy to draw you into its selfish ploy. It tries to kind of show you the easy way to do things or even a way that is just totally different than what God is trying to show you. The more that you look at the world, the more you will be tempted to indulge in it. And as a result, you feel that it is those things that you seek after that will give you the fulfillment and the approval from others. Unfortunately, God's way is usually the last result when life starts to spiral downward and it becomes unbearable to deal with and handle. Now, if you decide to make God's way the first way instead of the last way, you will discover that things are not as bad as people said they were. Little by little, you will see the benefit, the peace, and the love of God working in your favor. So let's now look at this another way. There have been some situations where the world and I will even say sometimes even the church have gotten to a level that if a person does not have a certain title or maybe a high level of education or they may not have certain credentials, then you are not meeting certain qualifications. So let me just kind of break this down a little bit more. Yes, you should try to become better equipped and prepared for growth for development in any new position that you actually take on. Now, I support 110% educating yourself to attain greater knowledge and understanding of things, especially things that you don't know or familiar with, and these things that are in life, as well as you need to make sure that you are very well versed and that you can communicate with others, and that you can display your gifts and your talents, and to build yourself up. So I want to also share that sometimes I do disagree that some people may not see you as qualified or 
that you have value if maybe you don't have a degree. And sometimes what happens is people don't realize what their experiences have been. And life experiences actually provide sometimes more knowledge and understanding. What begins to happen happen is that you start to trust more on what society has told you versus than what God has told you. You follow the guidelines of the world instead of God's commandments. You try to look like the image of man instead of looking like the image of Christ. You seek after man's approval that can kill your dreams instead of God's approval that can fulfill your dreams. You start to trust the status of a degree or maybe even the initials behind your name more than you trust the power of the Holy Spirit working inside of you. Remember, God took nothing and turned it into something. And when he created this, the earth, which was spoken by his word. Now, Jesus took some unknown people and turned them into highly respected disciples. I mean, come on, think about Peter. Peter was one of Jesus's most aggressive disciples and he wasn't, you know, highly educated like Paul, who was, you know, very educated. He was wealthy and Paul actually spoke in many languages. Peter was a fisherman. And when he became a disciple, you begin to see Peter's anointing uh, that was on him by God. So growth and development are beneficial as long as you don't lose sight of who you are trying to please and become. Achieve goals, including educational goals. I can't stress that enough. Including educational goals to help define your purpose in the guy in the eyes of God and not to please and get the approval of man. If God says to do it, then do it and remain obedient and true to him and to yourself. Moreover, allow God to guide you into the direction and the person who may need to speak into your life for your individual progression. Take the time to learn about you. Discover the things that you like to do that makes you happy, that challenges you and creates a passion in you. Don't spend time in looking at what others are doing, but spend time in discovering who you are. Also, don't get discouraged if you can't figure it out overnight. It takes time to know what you are truly called to do, which is why you have to continue to seek God for guidance. Encourage your, yourself also to think bigger, better, healthier, and more responsibly. Be confident within yourself, but more importantly, trust yourself. When you focus your thoughts on the contributions that you can make to the world, then your life will start to become more rewarding and purposeful. Also, try to be patient with yourself. It takes time to learn who you are. It will also take time to uncover some of the false or negative nar narratives that have existed within you and that you embraced in your life for a period of time. Depending on where you are in this journey, allow the process to take place and try your best not to rush things. Yes, you want to be able to move forward, but more importantly, you want to also 
be able to learn the lessons so that you won't have to repeat a situation. Keep in mind that you may be tested again to see if you actually learned a lesson. Trust me, I know from my own personal experience, it is not fun to repeat a test. But it is rewarding to know that if you do repeat a test and pass it, it shows growth within you. Now, as you move forward and start doing a self-analysis, be honest with yourself when you revisit those questions that I have listed on the bottom of page 77. And to share a few, one question is, why do you need to get the approval of others? What what expectations do you put on other people? How do you receive negative information when it comes your way? How do you respond? By doing these temperature checks, it continues to help you to understand how you view yourself. And it also allows you to hopefully prevent any types of seeds or roots of disapproval to be planted into you by the enemy. So now that you have seen how the seed and roots of disapproval can form and what God plants in you to uproot those behaviors, what things will you be conscious of to prevent you from allowing it to form again in your life? How do you think that you can help someone else that may be going through it? Keep in mind that this study is not only to help you discover how to break free from destructive patterns in your life. This study is to also help guide you to help other people break free. Jesus created the first small group when he chose his disciples to follow him. Jesus was all about multiplying, and that is what it will take to build God's kingdom. We each have to have a servant's heart to help our fellow man. So as I come to a close, I hope and pray that you will know your worth and that you trust what God tells you and not all the negative voices that come at you. Make sure that the things that you hear from someone else or that are said to you are aligned with the word of God. And if they're not, don't allow it to resonate in your mind. Be cautious of where you seek information from. The world is now flooded with so much information as we have seen. And sometimes that information is mistruths and false narratives. So don't hold on to that. Build your relationship with Christ and allow him to guide you as he sees fit. So I hope you do come back as we see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we conquer the seed of destruction. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.